Hello and welcome to the Fertility and Femtech podcast, brought to you by Zonas, where we aim to educate you on all taboo topics in women's health. You can learn more on our YouTube channel or at yourzonas.com. Hello everyone, I am Dr. Ravina, NHS Women's Health Doctor, and I'd like to welcome you to this dedicated channel for women's health. So today we'll be discussing something that I think is quite a taboo topic. I don't think many people talk about this with their friends or at dinner, or if you go for a walk with your friends or your family, it's not a commonly discussed topic. So I thought, why not bring it here? Let's bring it right here to this YouTube channel and be completely open and transparent about the things that affect our bodies and the symptoms that come with it. Today, we'll be discussing vaginal pH. So we'll be talking about what pH is, how it affects our bodies, what we can do to prevent the horrible symptoms that you can get from an imbalance of your vaginal pH, and then also talking about douching. So if you do do douching, stay tuned because we'll be talking about it shortly. So what is pH and what does that mean for our bodies? You might be thinking, I've never done biology, I've never done chemistry, I'm not sciencey. Why should I care about what pH means? Well, very simply, pH is the environment in which something is. So an environment can either be acidic alkali or somewhere in the middle which is neutral. So if you think of pH as a scale, at the beginning of the scale you have 0 and 1, so that's the most acidic an environment can be, so lots of acid. And then on the other end, so pH 14 is alkali, also known as basic. And in the middle is neutral, so that's pH 7. And you might think, okay, well everything in the body has to be neutral because that's in the middle, it's not too acidic, it's not too alkali. But actually, a lot of our body thrives in particular environments, and specifically the vagina, it likes to have an acidic environment. And if there's any deviation from the ideal pH of our vagina, we start to get symptoms. So what is the ideal pH of our vagina? Well, the ideal pH of the vagina can lie anywhere between 3.8 to 4.5. So that's a narrow window and this can vary from woman to woman, but in essence, it is an acidic environment. And as one gets older, as women get older, the pH of the environment will slowly uh, neutralize slightly to five. And it can even neutralize further than that. And remember, neutral is around pH seven. So why is the vagina more acidic rather than alkali or neutral? And the reason for that is because the vagina obviously has a major function in helping us have periods, helping us get pregnant, but also it has a really important purpose to be the home for healthy bacteria in our body. And that bacteria lives in the vagina and it thrives in the vagina. And when it does reproduce, it can produce acid as a result of its living environment. So typically, we think of bacteria as something that's quite nasty, something that can cause infections. It's not seen as a good thing because we think many people think bacteria can cause us to be very sick. And you're not you're not wrong when you say that, but our body thrives with bacteria and we have bacteria all over our body. We have it on our skin, we have it in our mouth, we have it in our gut, we have it even in our vagina. So the reason why we need the bacteria is because it has an important role as a defense mechanism and it helps us with immunity. 
Not only does it help with immunity, but it also helps us to produce um, healthy mucus and healthy secretions in the vaginal canal. And you need healthy secretions for many reasons. One, it can help with fertility because it can encourage sperm to enter the vagina into the uterus and fertilize the egg. It's also very good during sexual intercourse or inserting tampons because you have a natural lubricant. So natural because your body naturally produces lubricant. And it means that it's not uncomfortable to have sexual intercourse or to insert a tampon. And as I said, it's really important for your immunity because your bacteria and the acid produced in the vagina helps protect you from external bacteria because it kills it as it's not the ideal environment for everything to thrive, but it is the ideal environment for the vagina to be healthy. So next, I'd like to talk about what can affect the pH of our vagina. So one thing is douching. Now, I always get questions about douching because everyone thinks that the vagina is a really smelly place. It's a place that needs to be cleaned all the time. And actually, the vagina is a very clever organ and that's because it's very self-cleaning you don't need to splash lots of water into the vagina to clean it and this is what douching is so it involves inserting lots of water inside the vaginal canal and um, some people even get tubes of liquid which you insert inside and it cleans the environment cleans it doesn't actually and you don't need to do this it's fine to clean outside the vagina, but not inside. The reason for this is because by putting too much water inside the vaginal canal, you're stripping the very delicate vaginal wall, mucosa, and stripping it of its pH, of its natural lubricant, natural mucus, which is all really good for us. And you're actually stripping away all of that good bacteria that protects us with immunity and protects us in so many different ways. So it's a no to douching. The next thing that your pH can be affected by is medications. So specifically types of antibiotics that are quite broad spectrum, because um, as you know, antibiotics are given to treat bacterial infections. So it, when you take a tablet of antibiotics, it actually affects all the bacteria um, in your body. So you're also killing not just the bacteria causing the infection, but you're also killing the bacteria in your vagina, which is good bacteria that we like and we want to keep because you have a healthy flora of bacteria that we do not want to kill. Antibiotics, if you're taking them quite often, it can affect uh, the environment in the vagina. The third thing is lubricants. So lubricants are liquids, they're substances that people use during sexual intercourse and it can be put on a condom, or it can be inserted into the vagina. And lubricants, um, even if they are natural lubricants or um, non-fragrance lubricants, they can still affect your environment in your vagina and they can strip away from your natural pH inside the vaginal canal. And lastly, another thing that very often affects our vagina is just having a period. So when we have the period, the blood from the womb, drips out of the womb, down into the vagina, and then comes out. And as it comes out, it can also take away some of the bacteria with it, so the pH of the vagina can change. Now, this of course happens to most women every month, but that doesn't necessarily mean, one, it's a bad thing, or two, you'll get any symptoms from it. However, if you do things like 
douching often if you're using irritant lubricants that you're putting inside um if you are taking antibiotics very regularly you may experience some symptoms like vaginal discharge so discharge being very smelly um it might be quite fish like you might get a fish like smell you might get a, a kind of color that's unusual for you um, specifically greeny color and gray colors of the discharge are not normally normal and they do need to be investigated with swabs and it might indicate you have an infection. Um, you may also get symptoms um, outside of the body so you can get some irritation of the vagina, the vulva, um, you can get, can get vaginitis which is inflammation of the delicate vaginal tissue and you can also have um, sort of soreness of the skin, itching, swelling, and that can be really uncomfortable. Other symptoms that you may get are pain and stinging after or during sexual intercourse. So the reason why you might get some stinging and pain during sexual intercourse is because if you do have um, an imbalance of the pH, you may have other bacteria that isn't the healthy bacteria that is thriving in that environment and growing, causing a infection in the uterus or in the vagina. And it may be a sexually transmitted infection or it may not be, but we never actually know this until we swab. So if you do notice having burning or stinging or even bleeding after sexual intercourse, it may be a sign of cervicitis. So that's cervix, which is um, at the neck of your womb and itis, which is inflammation of the cervix. So you have an inflammation of the cervix, which may be triggered by a bacteria. And the last symptom that's very common is pain and stinging when you pass urine. So just before you're about to start urinating, you may get a very intense feeling. And that is very typical of perhaps having a urinary tract infection, but also you can get bacteria that tracks into the vagina because the hole for urine is also is very close in proximity to your vaginal entrance as well. So those are some of the symptoms that you may get if you have an imbalance in your vaginal pH. Okay, so to finish up, how shall we maintain a good vaginal pH? So four key things. So one, use condoms as much as you can if you're not trying to get pregnant and the reason for this is because the penis also contains bacteria just as the womb and the vagina contains bacteria so does the penis so with with the penis being inserted into the vagina you're introducing new bacteria which can disrupt the normal healthy flora of your uterus the second thing is not to douche stop douching Douching removes the lovely natural flora, strips your uterus and your vagina of the lining and the good bacteria that you have there, and that can then affect the pH causing symptoms. So that's number two. Number three is clothing. So make sure you're wearing really comfortable clothing. And I can't stress this enough. It's really important that you wear comfortable underwear. So like cotton underwear is very good. It's very breathable and it reduces your risk of vaginitis, so inflammation of the vagina, because you don't have that external irritation to your delicate structures of your vulva. And tip number four is having a good diet. So it is thought, and there's lots of research on this, that having good amounts of yogurt, uh, probiotics, can encourage the healthy growth of bacteria, not only in the vagina, but also all over your body, especially in your gut. So that helps gut health, that's hard to say. Um, and that can help regulate um, your bowels, 
and it also helps to regulate the bacteria in your vagina as well. So that is all you need to know about vaginal pH and how to reduce symptoms of an imbalance in vaginal pH. I hope you found that useful. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments below or feel free to private message me at dr.ravina on Instagram. All the best, take care, and please remember to click, click subscribe at the bottom. Take care, bye.